0: Hello there, it's Carmel Jane with the Carmel Jane Talks Business podcast. Today, it's a delicious show because we have the wonderful Jane Mallion on from the English Cream Tea Company. She had a fantastic idea a few years ago, and now she sends cream teas all around the country and her fantastic scones and tea all around the world. I cannot wait to hear her story about how she grew this business. Um, We're really talking about how we can help women to empower themselves with outstanding businesses that give financial freedom and make a difference so listen in jane has a fantastic story for us to hear if you like the show please remember to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform it really really does help people find us and we're on on instagram facebook linkedin and twitter you can find us on carmel jane talks business I've got uh, Jane Melion May- in the studio with me from the English Cream Tea Company and we are just opening, oh my word! We've got this amazing box, this is very exciting, with little pots of jam, little pots of clotted cream and some fresh, they're freshly made today aren't they Jane? They are! So welcome, I'm getting so excited about the scones, that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> um, and we've got the-, the delightful Jane here and she has so she brought in the scones, we didn't open them, I didn't realise. Let's, let's start from the beginning, Jane. Before I get all excited about this going, so we have to make we have to make them when the song comes on next. we so probably been about thirty seconds. Welcome to the show, Jane. Thank you. Um, so wonderful to have you here. So you are the person behind the English Cream Tea Company. Well, how did this start? What do you do? Where, where did you start this idea?
1: Well, I've always loved afternoon tea, and if you could see me viewers, uh, listeners, you probably realise that. No, uh, it's, she's gorgeous. <laughs> so it's always been a treat right from childhood. And when we had our sons, we took them once a year to one of the lovely hotels mm. and we always made afternoon tea at home. It's my thing. It wasn't my career, but it's my thing.
0: So it's, it's afternoon tea. See, I'm a scone and James a scone, but you assure me that there's not a
1: right way of doing it. That's right. Now, I can tell you the posher way which is the way you say it.
0: Oh, that's because I'm from New Zealand and I'm really posh, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> so Her Majesty... You probably will tell that by the way I talk, obviously. Ops. <laughs> Her Majesty says scone. Her majesty, well, yeah, we're in good company for scones. So why do you say scone then?
1: Well, scone is allowed. It's a perfectly valid way of saying it, but we have a, te- a telephone that's bright red for the orders that come in for the scone scones mm-hmm. that we send out. And it's our scone phone. A
0: scone phone. I'd probably say scones if I had a scone phone. See, phone. you can't have a scone phone
1: because... <laughs> that's rubbish. So I'm sticking to it. You're a scone fan.
0: Well are you are you know are you from Essex originally? Yes. I ah, yes. so I it was down south they said scone.
1: Uh, it's slightly regional, but it's just how you've been brought up really. But the people that tell me I'm wrong and I'm often told I'm wrong because I have videos and um, I get trolled a great deal. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey if there's ever people with too much time on their hand it's people that telling you you're saying scone's going wrong I think. Anyway Let's find out. How did, how did it start? So you loved your, you loved your afternoon tea. Yes. You loved your cream teas. It was yes. a bit of a thing in your family. You made it. So how did you say,
1: I'm going to share my love to the world? I met a lady from Chelmsford. Oh. A very elderly lady. And she and I got talking about which is the best London hotel. We were talking about the Savoy and the Ritz and all of those. Mm. And then she said she'd had, sadly, her last afternoon tea ever in the world because she couldn't travel anymore. And it was like, no, don't tell me you can't have that treat. She said, it's my favorite thing, but I've given up. And the light bulb went on it's my a little, head. a little flicker of an yes. idea. If she couldn't get to, you know, the Dorchester or the... Could it go to her? That was the light bulb. And in a flurry, I worked out how to do it and set up the company.
0: No, this is not a true story. You've had we've had a little bit off here. It wasn't quite that easy, surely, Jane? When it was so much you had this idea. What was the exact next step? Um,
1: did anybody else already do it? No, yeah, they didn't.
0: that's, that's a t- total top tip, actually, isn't it? it's quite yep. a niche market.
1: to so yes. yes. be. In if else is good Nobody was sending full afternoon tea out nobody i mean i but found out just, why it's difficult <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, i think i think one of those those conversation that jumps all over the show because i do love the story i think it's fantastic so um so you had the idea yes and you said your husband was
1: sort of in catering mm, yeah oh yes in catering, wedding catering. Not behind me on this idea, but in <laughs> fairness to him, I have a lot of bright ideas. So he was
0: saying, no, I'm not gonna do this. You yeah, had, he had to prove him
1: wrong. I did. Yes, she's yeah. a lady with a
0: bright red lipstick. She's a, she's the kind of girl that can prove her husband wrong, I think. <laughs> so, how, so did he help you at all? Or did he just say, no, go and do it yourself?
1: Um, I got the ball rolling and then presented him with um, the branded goods because I got a branding designer, Carol French, on board. Oh, you Um, use Carol French? Yes, do you know Carol? Carol
0: French, I think she's listening. um, I know her because my first ever guest, Laura Moody, who does... Yes, I know Laura. We didn't even know this. Live, on-air connections. This is wonderful. Yes, Yes, Laura's just had a baby. Yes, she came on a week... I think she had the baby five days
1: later. Oh my yeah. gosh, well done, her.
0: <laughs> yes, so, like, fanta- I've known Laura for a few years now. She's another wonderful entrepreneur. And and Carol's design is, um, we we're gonna talk about branding later. This is gonna be all over the show, Jane, but I love it. Um, it's very simple. And I think good design looks easy, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it looks kind of yes. effortless.
0: And think oh, I could have done that. But I tell you what, I've tried to do bits of my own, and, and you just—it's not. It's not the, it's it's not the same. same.
1: Don't do it yourself, folks. No. Yes, go to a proper professional. Don't bother with even the people per hour. You know, I'll get a logo for ten pounds. No, go for it. Do it. Do the investment in it because this is what will make your company famous. Uh, people will love the brand, remember the brand, and um, it's it's worked its way with us from the seven is, years your ago. Your brand is a little bit um, keep calm and carry on, isn't it? It is with deliberate <laughs> deliberate <laughs> actions. But people think they've seen our brand before; they think they know it. It looks familiar. That
0: is clever, isn't
1: it? Because of almost that keep calm and carry on. There's yes. a real
0: instant familiarity, isn't it? Yes. Yes. But then it was all very deliberate. Yes. So you you said, my husband's not going to help me. Yeah. I'm going to prove him wrong because I'm that kind of lady. And did you know Carol?
1: Yes, I did know Carol. She had done other designs for me in the past. So for my husband's birthday, I gave him uh, the branded uh, goods uh, as a fait accompli. Oh,
0: go, Jane. uh, Did you feel that? Did you get the look on his face when he went, what on earth is this?
1: Well, he came round very quickly. Bless him. I mean, he's... Fantastic! I've been married for forty years. Oh, he must be all right. He's then. pretty he must be all, all right. right. <laughs> I get breakfast in bed. I'm not going to slag this husband off. No, no, no.
0: And but, and I, you did say you are the lady that has ideas, and so you've probably been there, done that with a few that maybe haven't worked. Exactly
1: that. So I'm the the. I'm doing the inverted commas sign, creative. But, you know, he's the one that actually picks up the pieces and, and helps to bring it to fruition. As well,
0: we had Davina Steele on with the gluten free bread yes. a few weeks ago. And her story was almost exactly the same. The husband kind of rolled her his eyes and went, all right, we'll see if we can make this work. And, and so she's a creative and loves all the fabulous stuff. Yes. And, um, and he, he kind of was a bit more the, the accounts and the nuts and bolts behind it. So you need both sides. You absolutely do. Yes. And my business coach, James Sinclair, said always E plus M equals Yes, entrepreneur plus a manager equals success. Mm. You can't just yeah, it's a really good idea. I'm I'm on the E. I'm a bit of an yes. entrepreneur and I've got a Hello Lydia, i hope you're listening. My very wonderful, sensible manager back in the office who does the the boring stuff. I <laughs> We all need someone doing the things we don't want to do if we're an entrepreneur, don't we, Jane? Well, we're the brand ambassadors. Brand, brand ambassador, that's what I'm doing, isn't it? Wearing lovely lovely clothes and lipstick and talking to people. It's such a hard life.
1: It's very <laughs> lucky that I can do this because right now we've got a huge order on and I've left them absolutely <gasps> slogging away at it. You've come to see us. i know. very thank so you. aren't I the lucky one?
0: <laughs> so anyway, so you went to Carol. You kind of, the Keep Calm and Carry On English Cream Tea Company was quite deliberate. Yes. And it's very classic and simple and Clean, which I yes, love, yes. and so you got. What did you? What did you present your husband with? What's his name? Roger. Roger. Hello, Roger. Roger. <laughs> oh I know. She so so went all gooey. Her face looked all like yes. she really loves you, Roger.
1: It's good. So <laughs> designs, labels, logos. um We've got a website developer on board as well, Paul you, Allington. You went to me. You had we, it all done. We, we, we went for it. So what, what? Did you not work out how you were going to? Did you have products already or just the design? So, uh, we didn't have anything to begin with and I had never made a scone in my life.
0: (laughs) Okay, this story is getting crazy now, Jane. So you had the idea, your husband said, this is crazy, you have too many ideas. You went to Carol, got all the design and you said, and you presented it to your husband looking really amazing and like a proper brand. And then you said, should we work out how to make
1: scones? Is this is this how it happened. Kind of. So kind of, yeah. I was running with it. I, that is my nature. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm a person who does a two year course in three months by staying up all night. Yes, yeah, because yeah. that's my nature. So uh, I also thought, who else has to send? things around the country that have got to be beautiful and chilled and perfect oh. because afternoon tea's got to arrive so, so, gorgeous. Because I'm talking about scones. Yes. actually, you've seen the whole thing. The whole thing, the smoked salmon sandwiches, the whole array of them, the pastries, the meringues, the clotted cream, so, the so tea. someone orders it and said, on Friday, I've got some guests coming. I want afternoon tea That's for it? four people. Yes. And you make it in the morning? Isn't no, it? we make it because they might be in Scotland. Mm. So we can't make it the same day and get it to Scotland. So we'll make it Thursday and it goes in really special packaging and it goes chilled overnight by Speedy Courier and it arrives the next morning.
0: Oh, this is a luxury item we're talking it about, is. Jane. Isn't it? <laughs> We're talking, we're talking too much. Oh, we could talk to you all day. We're going to play, we're going to have a little break and play some music um, and it's going to be time to eat some scones and clotted cream. We'll be back shortly. We are back with Jane. We had to play um, two songs because we had to eat the scones. We have just been having, (laughs) Taylor's here too, my video guy, we are having so much fun. And we've been trying, because you make the jams as well, don't you? Yes. You you have someone make them for you. Yes,
1: yes. Jams, teas—we've we've
0: covered the lot now. So I, I think we started saying, you know, it's um, it's scones, but it's not just that. So you you send out the whole afternoon tea. People order it the day before, and you make smoked salmon sandwiches. Yes, and, the whole works. And then you've also got a range of rather lovely
1: luxury teas as well, haven't we you? We do. We're, we're up to sixteen now, uh, which is we've only developed the, um, most of them this year. There's a big trend in teas that don't have caffeine. Mm.
0: I oh, just um, Jane brought in a little pot of her berry tea, and yes. I uh, I'm quite sensitive to caffeine, and I, I don't sleep if I have too much. And the smell of it was amazing. Yeah, we haven't had any yet, but it was so. There was obviously a lot of fruit in there. Yep, it comes is out is pink. It, oh, is it English? <laughs> is it English fruit that you're using?
1: No, not in the teas, but in our uh, jams, we use as much English fruit as we can. It's our stipulation. W- why wouldn't you? We grow it's some so of the best here. fruit in the world. <laughs> So,
0: just as anyone's thinking about this, you know, so you've you've had this great idea and it's it's really good, and it almost seems like it's magic that you just kind of got a design and you've got all this these lines. So, did you start off with saying I am going to courier out a
1: full? English cream tea to my customers. That was my intention. How could I deliver afternoon tea all over the country? And so I rang up the companies, wait for it, that move human organs oh. around for wow. operations. Because I thought, now they have to they move, mean, you know, hearts and kidneys and things. They've got to keep them safe, chilled, right way up, protected, all of that. You wouldn't want them to get their parcels mixed up. No, would you? you would not. <laughs> We've not yet sent out a kidney. You'll be glad to know. Oh, that's good. But we copied their technology. They told me how they do it so was that just your idea thinking oh maybe they'll be they'll be the people to know yes it's always well who else does this who could i ask it's less oh i don't know how to do this it's who could i ask so that's what the route i took so when you started out because you're saying okay I'm, i'm you know,
0: if tomorrow you need to do one and you've got to make the scones and you've got to ma- get the smoked salmon, how do you kind of manage the production to keep it really fresh? Obviously, once you get busier, it's easier to get
1: more orders out because you've got all the stock there. Yes, that's true. So we knew it had to be kept chilled because nobody wants blue furry sandwiches turning up. Not really, no. No. <laughs> and orders could be from all over the country. So we had to figure out how to package it so that it's beautiful. Because again, we don't want a bag of crumbs arriving. Oh. This is afternoon tea. It's the great British tradition. In fact, Nelson Mandela said it was Britain's greatest export. Oh, oh
0: I love an afternoon tea, it's wonderful. Yes. It? But even the scones that Jane brought in were in a beautiful box and we opened them up. And my my quite instant reaction was, oh, wasn't that lovely? Because I thought there was just some scones in there, but no, it was all beautifully done. these perfect little pots of jam and clotted cream. We did have the, um, we did have the clotted cream versus jam conversation. We did,
1: we did the debate. Yes. And what do you think? Your jet? Well, we live in Essex. We can eat it any yeah. how we like. But Cornwall uh, says jam first. They say the cream is the crowning glory. And if it's a warm scone or scone, the jam will act as a barrier to the cream melting. So they've got their logic. Yes. Yeah, and they reckon you can dollop more cream on the top than if you put it underneath. Devon's not having any of that. They say, come on, the cream's representing the dairy. With your toast in the morning you, put, you don't put the butter after the marmalade it goes first it's the basis and then you would spread you know so everybody's got their theory i think i think i'm with clotted
0: cream this is quite thick this is quite delicious isn't it so yes. it's not you know
1: maybe you're more of a whipped cream you put it on top but
0: anyway now you know you can you can eat it any way you like yes so so you did you because your husband in catering did he then have facilities to start making the food
1: yes so we've always had a giant fridge um which is about 12 foot long because of catering. So, and we have a very large oven. So we've got some- Is this at home? Yes, oh. our home is, has developed. We've got several kitchens there and you know <laughs> per- permission do. to work from there, exactly. <sighs> so we've got a running start with some of the equipment. Mm. And then we had to prove to the environmental health department, we weren't about to poison people. So we had to send these hampers to ourselves and then measure the temperature they arrived at with our methods of keeping them cool and protected.
0: Well, so the environment agency was
1: quite strict on it. I suppose, they were. Smoked salmon through the post. Well, smoked salmon's not too bad, but we send all sorts of sandwiches. You get a, an assortment. And so we need to make sure that, you know, everything arrives exactly as you'd want it to. And it certainly does. But it doesn't, um, you have to test that. You have to prove it. That, yeah. Yes, do the protocol. Well, you want to
0: prove it for yourself too, because you've, you know, you've invested in this yes. business. You don't. Voicing yes. someone would kind of ruin things a bit, wouldn't it?
1: And the environmental health lady didn't like me very much. and
0: she, Oh, no, I couldn't believe it, Exactly <laughs> true. And
1: she made me write an essay called The Life of a Carrot.
0: Why did you have to write an essay?
1: That's a very good question. I asked her if she'd ever asked anyone else to write an essay. And she said, no, just me. And she said it would prove a proof of knowledge from seed to mouth. So she was just being, you know, <laughs> like um difficult because she could be but yes we had to prove to them that we we knew what we were doing and that these afternoon tea hampers would arrive just in the condition you'd want them to
0: amazing so so you've so you did a little bit of a head start because you had kitchens and fridges at home but that's all part of it and you so you had the beautiful branding
1: so how did you get customers so i started on a facebook page Now, you know, you can write a business Facebook Mm -hmm. page and launch it very quickly and easily. So I did, I launched it just um, maybe a month after getting the first idea. And on the first day of business, I promise this is true, I got inquiries from five other countries. But that's amazing. I know, so Facebook's worldwide. Yeah. Uh, happened to be able to call the business the English Cream Tea Company and found that uh, com was wasn't taken, which was, again, a surprise. So,
0: so how long ago did you start this company? Seven years now.
1: Yeah, so you would think it would have been picked up without wouldn't yes, you? that was absolute luck. Had to fight to be allowed to be called the English Cream Tea Company. That's another story. Companies' house weren't having any of it. Why? Because you're saying you were the English cream. That's what they said. Yes. How could you be the? Yeah, are you are you as big as British Gas? So I said, well, no, no. I'm not saying I'm the. I'm saying that I'm the, the English cream tea company. You're pronouncing it, it the wrong. wrong way. Yes. Yeah.
0: You tell them. You're pronouncing it the wrong way. We're going to take a little break and we're going to get back. We've got. I've got to eat some more scones. You see. That's what we're doing. Um, and we will be back very very shortly. Okay, we are back with with Jane Jane Mellian from the, the English no not the English cream <laughs> tea the English cream tea company company's house would let us say the English cream tea company. Um, so we have Carmel Jane Carmel Jane talks business, and I have one of I think amazing guests who just a really really fantastic story. Um, so you are now sending full English cream teas with smoked ham. I'm imagining cucumber sandwiches yes, as well. Yes, okay. and you send the tea as well. Yes. <laughs> So it's very easy for people. They just have to boil the kettle and make a teapot of
1: tea. Exactly that. Even the sandwiches are garnished ready, so you can either serve them in their glamorous spots or transfer them to your plate. Honestly, it is easy, but it's the best gift ever. Well, does it mean, so special, but it's a
0: very, it's not, a, it's not a, an expensive option, is it?
1: So it's £69, I think, is the current price for sending a glamorous afternoon tea for two, including the courier. Well, I guess that's what you're going to pay if you go somewhere pay. Yes. anyway. Yes. And it's to their door. But honestly for an anniversary present for an apology for a, a sorry you've had bad news um whatever it is it really is the it strikes the right note as the perfect gift. She's getting our plugs in here
0: isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> but it is and it's such a um and it is something quite special. I mean so when we opened the box here it was really lovely but where are you, are you getting the customers simply because
1: it's such a googled search that, that we, people we've been really lucky we happened to launch in the year that there was lots of interest because there was a queen's jubilee we had the olympics ah. coming up we had all the events the royal wedding where the bunting comes out people go to british traditions so
0: you kind of i'm sure you know, the product and obviously it is because you kept going but it was a real kickstart it was all very in vogue wasn't yes. it and, uh, and that was when keep calm and carry on really yes. that kind of all the different posters were really And that out was too. luck
1: i hadn't planned that that was happenstance <laughs> they do say you
0: make your own luck but i think you had lucky things happen as well jane <laughs> I, i'm honestly the luckiest girl on earth oh so the, the 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 branding um if you look it up the english cream tea company that is very keep calm and carry on and all the posters but that happened almost at the same time yes oh wow so you didn't just buy into that just so that was that was very fortunate wasn't uh, that? it people was really have all fortunate. seen those posters
1: now haven't yes we? And then the Guinness World Record. Oh, what did you get a Guinness World Record for? So, because I fought my case with Companies House and finally got allowed to be called the English Cream Tea Company, and it it was a struggle, it took me some months.
0: Um, See, I just think it's almost, you'd be at the giving up stage. I know. Because
1: it just, I think almost the bureaucracy of it would be quite annoying. Absolutely, so they said they'd accepted if my MP, or if, uh, sorry, a member of parliament, agreed to this, you see. And there so, are some
0: people at <laughs> house that might have a bit much spare time, I suspect, James. Yes.
1: So it was they wanted a ministerial permission. So I went to the Minister for Food and Agriculture and I said, Could I get permission to be called the English Cream Tea Company? And I got told the Minister would be delighted to give you oh. a ruling, please allow twelve months. Oh I think would be delighted No, so I went no no I can't wait twelve months. I'll be out of business. That's no good. So I went back to company's House and I said, the minister's too tied up. What else would you accept for me to be allowed to be called this? And they said, hmm, if the entire governing body that controls afternoon tea in the UK agreed.
0: Were there a governing body of afternoon tea? No.
1: Oh. So guess what?
0: You know, oh, you admitted it. You are, you are the governing body of afternoon you tea got in
1: the UK. It. I gave myself permission, went back.
0: <laughs> this is a
1: lady who gets
0: stuff done. I love this. But we Did they, got did they it. know it was you? Well,
1: I got... Did someone say that the governing body of afternoon tea in the UK? I know. Well, I started to say to them, there isn't a, and, and I go- literally, <gasps> yes, bit my tongue. And I thought, oh, I know who's going to set it up and who's going to be chairwoman. And then I contacted the master bakers and I contacted all sorts of things. And they all said, we don't care what you're called. Yeah. So I didn't ride complete roughshod. Nobody was caring except for Companies House. But because I persisted and we got it through, uh, Guinness uh, contacted us and said, you're the English cream tea company. We, we know. Yeah. They said, would you like to set a world record for the largest English cream tea ever? So they came to you? They came to us because we were called that. So it was again such luck that you know, I persevered. Not hard
0: working, but I think you have had a little bit of luck. As Definitely, well. honestly, With all the timing and things like that. But so, so how many people did you have at your Guinness World Record afternoon tea? Uh, Three
1: hundred uh-huh. um, and thirty-four. Uh huh. And. They they had some strict criteria. Guinness are quite quite stern about mm. this. You had to prove how many people are there. You can't just say yes, there were a thousand. No, you have to absolutely prove it, and um, have uh, legal people to assist with that. And they had five men with clickers walking around amongst the afternoon tea eaters. Five. five. And if they deemed somebody wasn't joining in, like they were on their phone or they'd gone off to the loo or something, they were taken off the numbers. So <gasps> they that, do take their yes. job quite
0: seriously. I've um, seen, I think, A League of Their Own and they were, that show, <laughs> and the guy there was so serious. And I don't know whether it was a a, a Mickey take, but obviously no. this is
1: what it's like. It's serious stuff. They are oversubscribed by 100,000 people every year with a uh, world record. But they attempts. came to you. Uh, so they came <laughs> to us and that got us 28 solid pages of Google publicity. That's amazing.
0: I know. So how did you actually manage the growth? Cause that must've converted to orders pretty quickly,
1: did it? Um, it didn't actually convert to so much in the way of orders, but it was the best marketing boost for free because we had, you know, zero budget. So it was fantastic for that. Um but our orders started to come in from all over the world. And obviously I mean, we can't no. <laughs> send That cucumber sandwich is it's, definitely gonna be soggy by the time it gets to Japan or exactly. somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. So that's what propelled us into creating giftware and tins and jams and things that can be sent abroad. Even shortbread can go abroad Mm. better than a fresh sandwich.
0: So you can send out your lovely little pots of tea. They're not... the Yes, when tea, obviously tea leaves and, and some shortbread and gifty yes. stuff as well. Yes,
1: we've got tea towels with manners tips like elbows off the table on. and Because we also represent, you know, the etiquette of afternoon well, you tea. Are
0: the, you, I think you are now the English cre- te- cream tea company, aren't you? <laughs> Not just the English cream tea company. The English cream tea company. And you're, you're the best in you know, of etiquette now. I watched, if you go on the, on the website, Jane has a delightful, um, a delightful video on the etiquette. And so, you, you know, if you're going anywhere posh, make sure you give that a watch, you know how to behave. <laughs> <laughs> so, so obviously, because you had the catering facilities at home, so yes. you're actually making sandwiches and scones. You had to work it all out and test it and all that kind yes. of thing and had to find these special bags to courier and good couriers. But how do you then find a tea maker? And how do you, you know, what's your next step? You just Is that something you Google? Did you talk to people? Did yes. Different
1: government agencies? Do you know, the best thing you can do is just ask. Um, and i've even had top people from top companies uh, t companies just giving up a couple of hours of their time to wow. help i've been mentored by all sorts of wonderful wonderful people essex county council helped me find a mentor and so we have rack who's a director of ford motor company but has past history in running a supermarket and so we we got given this wonderful That's man. That's amazing. I know, honestly, ask and you shall be given. But I mean,
0: so is Essex County Council, because I know that at the moment there's Invest Essex and and, and previously different kind of, did you go to anybody like that?
1: Um, I went along to an exhibition in Chelmsford and happened to talk to two ladies from probably Invest Essex, and they heard our story, and they, they offered help. And then I've entered loads of contests and competitions as well. Oh, so what competitions? Which might win you publicity or might win you mentorship or might win you something. So any way I can of getting it out there that doesn't really cost money and asking for help, and people do it all do you have, the time. Do you
0: ever sleep, Jane? <laughs>
1: Um, if the house needs hoovering, I'll find a new task to do for the, the business. Get a cleaner. Yes, <laughs> I, honestly. Or train your husband. Roger, get the hoovering down. James he keep does the so <laughs> much already. <laughs> and Ben's at home filling the hampers with him and Sandra's there. Who's Ben and Sandra? Ben but and Sandra work for us. They're scone gnomes. Scone gnomes? Scone gnomes. I'm chief scone gnome. Phone. Yes, exactly. And we actually also have scone hats, uh, sorry, gnome hats. red, you know, the curvy over with the hook at the top hats. And they have to, is is that part of the hygiene, but you've made it fun? Yes, and we also all eat together and wear our hats sometimes husband doesn't like it, but he does go <laughs> along with it. Bless him. And if he's in a grumpy mood, you can jolly him along with his gnome hat. That's okay for a gnome to be called grumpy.
0: That's yes, okay. it's that's true. He can have his yes. own personality, can't he? So, so is it just Ben and Sandra and your husband?
1: No, and Charlotte as well. And she's in Africa at the moment oh. on, on um, a holiday. So there's a team of us. And then we've got tons of people that help us, but don't work every day in the business. And we call on them as required. Brilliant, because I guess... Do you get big orders or do you just randomly one day you'll get,
0: I don't know, Hundred orders and the next day, it's only one. Does it work yes,
1: like that? Yes, it is like that. The big orders tend to be marketing companies or something like that. So oh. we had a huge order a couple of years ago, and we're still recovering from oh, no. it. <laughs> but you got there and you did it. And it was we good. did. We had to send out two thousand five hundred scones and all the accompaniments. Oh. I had to make ninety fruit cakes, five thousand meringues, and that was all on one day. And we had to send it to twenty six locations uh, throughout the country. Goodness, yeah, it would take two years to recover from that, yes, I think. Yes, <laughs> it, it was a big order, yes. Oh,
0: amazing. So, are you? do you get a lot of corporate customers?
1: Well, we love corporate customers. They're mm. actually amongst our favourite because we can tailor what we offer to fit with their, their business strategy uh, or even their colourways. So, if they've got a turquoise you know um, colour scheme um. we'll use turquoise in the hamper and so on but no we love working with businesses particularly Essex ones come on Essex yeah. we'd like to do you proud.
0: And I have been having so much fun with Jane Mallion from the English cream tea company and it's not just because she bought me in tea uh, uh, scones and I say scones now I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, converted, a scone. yes. I'm a scone yes a scones and uh, clotted cream <laughs> and beautiful little tubs of jam and so we've been scoffing scoffing scones and drinking tea it's been wonderful and hearing all about Jane's wonderful story about how seven years ago um, she met an older lady who couldn't go into town to have uh, cream tea, so now she couriers out the entire uh, afternoon tea to all over the country and she sends goods out all over the world, which is is absolutely wonderful. But she said she had a lot of luck, Jane, but I think you've made your own luck as well, haven't you?
1: Oh, well, nice. perhaps, but I mean, some of it hasn't been of my making and it's down to the kindness of other people. Oh, she's a very generous lady. So if anyone, what would be the, what would you change if you said, mm, this went
0: really well, but I wish I'd done that differently? Is there anything that you would have changed in your business journey?
1: Um perhaps I should have planned it out a bit better. <laughs> Other people would have started off with a really good business plan and know the direction. And I just jumped in with both feet.
0: Well I am I'm totally on your side of the fence, that kind of thing. And I think you know, there's there's two, you should you do need to be organized, you need to plan out what you're doing. But sometimes you simply have to start. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You have to make it happen. But I think if you're the person that, I mean, this is the lady that makes things happen, aren't you? A, a yeah, bit, yes, yes. I mean, Just tune
2: in. <laughs> go and listen to the
0: podcast, listen on the radio. This is so much fun. There's so many cool things. And actually, while we were um, eating scones and tea in the last um, song, um, um, <laughs> Jane told us that. That she was looking at buying a um, decommissioned nuclear submarine to use as a hotel. Um, so yeah. Yeah, she's, a, she's a lady that has big ideas. I love that.
1: <laughs> My poor husband,
0: <laughs> Roger, He loves it. Um, so, so you'd just be a little bit more planned. But I think again, sometimes you just that just happens. Have you have you got for anyone listening who kind of has a, a fledgling idea?
1: Have you kind of got the three top tips that you okay. think you got really right? So I think one of the biggest things to avoid is regret. And oh, if you got to the end of your you know, career opportunities without following those ideas, will you regret it? Will you forever be kicking yourself? And if so, then you've got to go for it. If that idea keeps niggling and niggling at you, don't find excuses. So- f- How long did you have the idea, from the, this conversation with this old, old lady who couldn't couldn't make it in town, how long
0: between then and- commissioning um the design carol doing the design and in then maybe two
1: and a half weeks <laughs> I, I just
0: went you know, straight I, to I it like jane i'm feeling so much better. I'm, I'm a crazy entrepreneur that likes to take things on when i probably shouldn't but i think you even you
1: i love it two and a half weeks uh, yes to having things arriving testing out boxes and so on i just went for it straight away because it felt so right and everybody i mentioned the idea went oh yes and you know that dot-to-dot book that maybe as a child mm. and you, you know, one to two to four to six to da, 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 and you get a giraffe. Yeah. Well, I just felt the moment I had this idea that it was my doctor to dot completed. Oh,
0: so you feel like this this was it? This, this is what you do? This is my purpose, yes. Because, as I say, it's a it's a real experience product. It's a luxury product. And yes. I think, um, you know, maybe what's going on with Brexit and all the rest of it, but I think you I think when you are a luxury product, when you are offering amazing service and amazing experience, you're a little bit. Do you think you feel safe that actually you're, you're offering such a great service that you're going to be
1: okay if well, times get tough? And- I dare not be arrogant, and we can always do with more business. We're not an absolute meteoric success. Uh, we've got a long way to go. So that is the truth of it. But. I wonder if Brexit might help things in a way that we just get back to our great traditions and that maybe the Commonwealth associated countries also value these traditions in us. And that probably won't change. The bits that Britain are most famous for, uh, you know, Yorkshire pudding, cups of tea, (laughs) um, cream teas and so on, um, surely that will, you know, ride high rule Britannia and all of that so don't get me wrong because I love our friends in Europe as well and we do deliver goods over there um, but I think the tradition of afternoon tea is now worldwide yeah, it's yeah. beloved everywhere everywhere you go you'll find it in a hotel
0: I've got two fiftieth birthdays this year <gasps>
1: not mine someone else's obviously
0: um I'm, I'm not quite there yet um and there's afternoon tea we're going into london i you think see? it's afternoon tea in a show afternoon tea yes. and then and going on to a bar i do love it there's a i think i can say mary green manor and brentwood yes um and also Greenwoods in Billericay, Um I've been there both a couple of times. It's just something lovely, playing ladies and pouring out the tea, into yes. beautiful teacups and things, isn't it?
1: it? It's such a lovely thing to do because you're in rapport, you've got quality time. Mostly people have put their phones away and they're just enjoying the peace and the moment with other people. They're listening, they're passing, they're sharing, they're being considerate. It brings out the best in us. Yeah watch the etiquette video and you'll, you'll sit like a posh lady and drink the tea properly.
0: <laughs> um, but, is it, but you can take it to other people. Is that great if someone was ill or you want to do something extra nice to
1: them? Or you just, yes. Yeah. So the one we're doing, one of the ones we're doing today is for a 93-year-old gentleman tomorrow. And he's housebound and his daughters oh. have bought this for him. And and he'll be chuffed to pieces. So what I love too is because you
0: genuinely know that you're doing something wonderful you know you have to make money and you have to do it all cliff, you know do it well but you can't continue to offer the service and i bet you're just it's got a little tag on your heartstrings, doesn't it? There's a lovely Completely. old gentleman, well, right? I assume he's lovely. He's might a grumpy old man, but assume he's lovely. 93, <laughs> he wants his afternoon tea, and then you're, you're offering this amazing soup. Yes.
1: So I checked with him whether he ha- had any allergies or didn't like, you know, certain of the sandwich fillings. And no, anyway, he sounds fabulous. It, when I was a little girl, I promise this is true, I was asked what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I remember my answer, which was being a fairy godmother. <laughs> And, and I, now, I think and now this 29, is... 29, Jane, you've just come through. I think this is as near yeah. as you can get to it. I send out things that are treats. They're hugs in a box. And we always sign it with, with hugs from the scone gnomes, but we actually mean it. We, we care. So I think that's something else you do
0: really well, is that it? it's, it's your customer service, it's an experienced business, and you're you're crossing those T's, dotting those i's. You're not competing on price, are you? You're saying we're offering great value. It's yes. not cheap, but
1: you're getting the whole bit. It's obviously super special. Yeah, it's made for that order. And then we put your gift note in, and that's how we get a little insight as to what it's for. And it might be something oh. funny or something pe- with pathos. So one that made us smile was, the message was sorry about the carpet.
0: Oh you are dying <laughs> so you just can you bring the move. Okay, so what went on with the carpet? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then another one which really it brought tears to our eyes, it truly did, was um, five ladies go for afternoon tea in the Ritz or the Savoy every year. And this one year, their friend had had brain surgery and was very poorly and couldn't join them. So they asked us to send an afternoon tea out to the friend and the message was, please enjoy this at four o'clock when we're having oh. ours and we'll think of you with every bite. Okay,
0: that's that's bringing a tear to my eye. Yes. yes. Yeah, but but you're getting to do this. You're getting yes. to
1: help people do this. We really are. yeah. So we take it Seriously. I mean, afternoon tea, you know, is special. So we've we've taken on the mantle of it and we treat it with the respect it deserves. Good on you. Good on you.
0: So, seven years, you've achieved a lot, especially, you know, your your product range has grown and and I yes. think until you actually start doing it yourself, you know, you've got to research, you've got to make it good, you've got to work out the tea comes in cute little tins, where do you get the tins from? All that yes. so much involved, Stuff, isn't it? Yes. As well as making your product fabulous and how do you, you send it out. So you've achieved this much in seven years.
1: Yes. What's it going to look like in five years? That's interesting. Well, this um, next weekend on Mothering Sunday, we're opening our tea room. Oh, and that's you, new. Jane, this is more important, this story. You didn't tell me about the tea room. Sorry about that. <laughs> She's telling
0: me now, it's fine. She's telling me now. Tell me about your tea room, Jane. So
1: the tea room is the sconery where we work, or sconery, if you mm. wish. And uh, we've developed um, an extension on it. It's a barn in Essex, rural Essex. And uh, so we're opening it up for Mother's Day, Father's Day and so on. Special events. Oh, so just a special events To one, begin yeah. with. So we're going to <laughs> yeah. see how this goes. It
0: should be on in a year's time saying, yes, I've got a hundred sconeries all around the UK. Well, possibly,
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're going to, this is our test. To to see how it goes, and of course we've got the book out, which has oh, just yeah. recently been published. And uh, we're some hoping
0: exciting <laughs> news, isn't it? Was it today? Uh, yesterday. Today, Jane is a best-selling author. I'll hold it up. No, you can't see on the radio, but we're going to be able to see it if you watch uh, on the YouTube. The YouTube. I sound like a granny. Scone or scone? Have no. Yes. It? Scone or scone?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I've made that... that secondy pale. So scone or scone? Scone or scone. And yes. so this is all about is it recipes or it's everything including a whole yeah, chapter yeah. on testing your etiquette to see ah. if you are palace ready
0: it, we were going to do it at the start of the show but
1: we, we just kind
0: of got straight into talking did. about how wonderful yes. uh, everything jane has done so we'll go on uh five years time yes you don't know but it's all going amazing you open the tea rooms and um, let's we've got a little bit of time just a couple of minutes before the news Give us some etiquette tips make sure we know how to behave if we get one of your beautiful boxes delivered or we go somewhere posh what are your top what are the things that people mostly do wrong okay it's how they open
1: their scones gone
0: ah yes i know that's because i cheated and
1: yes so most people do use their knife and they saw it apart and in fact if we are trying to be posh i mean it doesn't matter if it's you at home you eat it how you like but if you're really trying to be at your most um elegant you break it open into its halves by prizing it with your hands. I actually used to work in five-star hotels <gasps> and catering. And um, and this is
0: just a message to probably my husband and other people. You know, you're not, a, you're not making a hamburger when you're filled no. with scones or with bread no. rolls. You just break, it's okay to break it in bits.
1: Yes, it? it is. I, and th- you I never... sound like a
0: terrible snob now, but it really is no, important. No, you're right. And
1: you never pile it back together again to make a giant burger, <laughs> both halves, which becomes this huge thing that people are trying to cram in their mouths. That's a no-no. Yes, so just do it very, very delicately and gently and i think another important bit of
0: etiquette which is very much about other people is if there's spoons and it's a shared jam and a shared
1: clotted cream what do we do there so you don't take it from the communal pot and plump it onto your your scone and then put the spoon back in the communal pot. It goes onto the side of your plate.
0: Right, we've got 20 seconds to to go. I have absolutely loved having you on the show, Jane. You have been a wonderful guest. we have had so much fun and I've got scones. I've got scones to take home as well. It's so wonderful. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. I want you to notice, my name's Carmel Jane um, and is here on Phoenix FM With my Carmel Jane Talks Business Show, we just have had a super fun guest in. She was adorable, Jane Mallion from the English Cream Tea Company. And if you want to hear some some really fun stories um, and a very, very inspirational story on how she's grown her company, she sends cream teas all over the country, including the cucumber sandwiches. Um, Really, really good. Lots and lots of fun. And um, yes, and I get get to take the scones and the jam home. It's absolutely lovely. so you can go back onto Phoenix FN. We'll be able to uh, to listen to the show. That is it. So now we've got Emma Good from Twenty Four Fingers in. She's a um, social media expert, and today we're going to talk about um, becoming a key person of influence because actually, if you are someone who can get your brand out there um, a little bit, like we were talking with Jane, she is the English cream tea lady now, um, which is, is you know, her putting her influence out. So welcome, Emma. Hi, come on
2: great to be here.
0: I'll put your microphone up. Be even better. Welcome, Emma. (laughs) Okay, so um, how can we use social media to become a key person of influence?
2: Okay, so some of you may be aware of an author called Daniel Priestley. Daniel Priestley is a fantastic entrepreneur. He wrote a book called key person of influence um, KPI method and he included a brilliant quote which um, really resonated, when you're a key person of influence you don't chase great opportunities, great opportunities find you which I thought was fantastic and in this book he outlines the five steps of becoming a key person of influence when you get to that stage you find that you're more likely to be invited to speaking events, um, ships, invitations, non-exec directorships all the things that Perhaps you might think, oh, way down the line in your career. Actually, when you're a key person of influence, you can get all of those things more quickly. And social media is a great way of getting you to that point.
0: Funny enough, I must be I must be getting close to being a start. <laughs> the fledgling key person of influence. Because actually, I was speaking the last couple of days at the photography show. I'm brand ambassador for the software company that I use that we sell out our thing I mean, i'm actually in conversations with another two companies for brand ambassadors and i love the speaking events and i started out we're going to talk about social media but i was doing um youtube vlogs and that has really helped show that i can speak and so the speaking gigs i've got i can show them a little bit that i've done it before um and and so it builds trust because if you're running an event you book a speaker you want to know they're going to stand up and be
2: half decent so yeah you're absolutely right and i think those companies would have looked at your profile, looked at the kind of content you're producing, looked at the type of um, ethics and values you have, and thought, actually, you're a really great match for our product and our company, and that's why they chose you. And social media is a great window in term into your brand into your personality and into your values
0: so what do you have to do first of all if you're thinking how am i going to grow my personal brand to become a key, a key person of influence
2: so the biggest tip of all is treat it like your second job do something every single day that's going to build your personal brand there's time in there emma <laughs> yeah i know That's a say. second job
0: <laughs> sorry i've been doing oh, you, the that follows me knows i've been doing speaking and brand ambassador and the radio show and writing and yep. um and i have an amazing team shout out they probably are listening back in the office but but it is it is like having two jobs it's a lot of hard work if Uh, if you have another business going on as well
2: uh, absolutely and i think all of us are busy doing our day job let alone think of doing another job but any time that you invest in building your personal brand will pay off in the long term for absolutely sure Okay.
0: Promise. <laughs> Trust me I was, on that. I just been really jacked all in um, today actually it's just been, it's been such a busy few days and but it, it is hard work. But I think when you get your systems in place, it's not too bad. And if you enjoy, you know, I um, I love doing my radio show. It is a bit stressful. I love public speaking. Um, and I, I actually I love helping people because I have I have told people things like okay, so that's brilliant. That's really really helpful. So that that's quite important to me as well.
2: Definitely, and I think with a key person of influence, you're going to get more money, you're going to get bigger opportunities and you're going to get a bigger stage. So when you look back at the why, why am I doing this? Why am I building this company and this brand? Being a key person of influence will help you get to your end goal that much quicker, but it does take investment just like social media
0: yeah investment um Time you know over. I've, I've got taylor doing my videos um one of my team is doing the other parts of my social media so i'm actually paying other people to do things because i'm creating this and also paying people to do some of the tasks that i'd be doing if i wasn't otherwise but it is you know i, I, I love it really i'm of a show off don't know if you can tell um so what is your top tip if you're when you're kind of defining your person to a personal brand and saying, this, is this something I
2: want to be? Okay, so I think it goes back to the why. Why are you doing what you're doing and what's your purpose? And with that comes everything next. So ask yourself the kind of questions like, what do you want your legacy to be? Who do you want to help? If it's money, that's great. If it's fame and fortune, that's great. But find your why and obviously that's unique to you think about how you want people to describe you so jane the guest earlier she's the queen of the english tea absolutely fantastic people would know that now and they would associate that with her once you've defined your purpose and your why you can then change your social media biographies so they absolutely reflect you so I know that you've just changed yours recently. People mm. would have an instant snapshot of why you're doing what you're doing, what you can do and what you've achieved instantly just by reading your bio. Yeah,
0: actually Emma helped me change my bio. It we went from um sort of photographer and things and now it's a uh, public speaker and so it's changing a little bit of, of what I want to see because I think that you know the business is big enough now, it doesn't need to be me. So I'm sort of building my own personal brand. Absolutely. Um so we're at So what else else do we need to do if we're saying we want to be a a key person of influence, we've defined our brand,
2: what else do we do? So moving over to your area actually, um, make sure your visual identity is absolutely on point. Your visual identity needs to be as professional and as good as you are. So it's no good having um, a kind of personal photograph on LinkedIn, for example. Everything needs to be consistent and match your brand.
0: Yeah. Get a proper headshot for LinkedIn. There still are some, some <laughs> shockers out there and it's not expensive to get it done. Exactly. Um, and then, so, again, I'm struggling a little bit um, creating content because it is it is quite time-consuming. And then I've got my photography page and I've got my talks business page and And so, how how do you kind of start
2: with the content? Is it worth paying someone or do you do it yourself? If you can do it yourself, great. But I think the quality is your barometer. So, if you can do it yourself and make it look good and sound good and read well, then great. But if you can't outsource it, do what you do best and outsource the rest.
0: Yeah, writing's tough. I enjoy it, but actually to get it really good, so I do have someone writing a few of my blogs. But, you know, I I design most of them. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back um, with Journey, Don't Stop Believing, one of my favourite big cheesy songs. So stay with us, and we're back shortly. My name's Carmel Jane here on the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show on Phoenix FM. We've been having a great afternoon. I've had Jane Mallion from the English Cream Tea Company in. We've got Emma Good talking about how to use social media, become a, a person, a key person of influence. But coming up at three o'clock, we do have the wonderful and delightful Ian Lee with a lovely voice and a face to radio as we discussed last week. And he's got Joanne and Martin from F Solicitors in, And they're gonna be talking about um, a bit of a property expert. They'll be talking about properties at, au- at auction and things. So if you're interested in any of that, hang on in because they say Ian will be in at three o'clock with his guests from f barnes listers so anyway we are back to emma good from 24 fingers she knows all about social media and we've been talking about using social media to become a key person of influence and so it's really really important to get your brand right to really present yourself and we're sort of saying i've been doing a bit of this to try and get i have got to slow down i think i've been drinking too much tea too much sugar from all those scones um so, uh, to get your brand right, and there is an awful lot of work involved with it, but it is a way of, of presenting yourself and, and, and attracting more good stuff to you, isn't it? So, um, you start creating content. Um, and, and how often do you think we should post on
2: social media? So, just every day. Oh, turn your yeah. <laughs> um, Post on social every day. Don't um, think, you're bombarding people so a lot of companies worry that oh god you know i posted jesse i don't want people to think that i'm in your face not everybody's gonna see your posts every day so typically only three percent of your fans will see your posts so do something every day
0: Oh, we're talking about doing loads of work with this. I'm not sure that's making me feel any better. I'm (laughs) thinking I'm doing the work and only 3% of people see it. Um, So you're getting it out there. I think we've discussed in previous shows that you've got to choose your platforms. I'm actually on four. I don't use Twitter much, but I'm probably Facebook and LinkedIn a bit of Instagram as well. Um, But you've got to choose your platforms. And it's it's free, but it's time consuming.
2: Absolutely. Um, Time consuming, but worth it in the end. And I think um, you've looked at your platforms. You know where your tribe are. You know how best to engage your audience. My top tip if you're an entrepreneur type person you want to be seen by the movers and shakers in your industry is to publish articles on LinkedIn. Publish and, and yeah I don't think I do that enough actually I, I kind of put out a blog but then just sometimes you forget but
0: and there is the publish on it at LinkedIn isn't there?
2: That's right it's called Pulse so you can do long form articles and um, if you do a normal LinkedIn post you're limited by character but LinkedIn articles can be like a regular blog and then you can share that to your network and that's a great way of building your authority and your expertise
0: and you have to actually not just put stuff out there you have to interact with the people too don't you
2: yep you do um i posted just on facebook be the account that you'd like to engage with so be normal say thank you enjoy be personal be social on social media i know i sometimes get
0: too busy to comment too much but i know if anyone comments on my stuff it's really really important you
2: reply back otherwise it's just rude isn't it it is, and I think you know, great community management ultimately leads to more followers, more website visitors and ultimately more business. So um,
0: how can we get free publicity to help put out our name there to help, help start being more of a key
2: person of influence? So if you're an expert in your industry and you've got an opinion, you've got something to say, journalists and publications are looking for opinion. Mm-hmm. By adding to your story, you're going to do some of their work for them. They love that. So my top tip on that is to go on over to Twitter, do hashtag journal request. Hashtag journal request. And that's where journalists are asking for case studies, they're asking for expert opinion. So if you've got something to say about your industry, follow that hashtag, the opportunities will be there. And once the journalists to see that you're a key person of influence, they'll come to you in the future and ask you for expert opinion, you'll get featured in the press for free.
0: I find this bit of it actually quite difficult because I don't give out too much opinion because largely my social media was my photography company. So it was a little bit, You um, seems to be a little bit vanilla, I think. You have to, you know, we photograph dance schools and schools, so it's all terribly positive and wonderful. We do commercial work as well. And so, and actually I'm still doing a lot of that. So I'm not as a, I'm, I am opinionated in real life. I'm not opinionated on social media, but to actually get known and have people want to talk to you, they
2: need opinions, don't they? You need an opinion, especially on Twitter. Twitter's a place for people with opinions. Mm. We, we've chatted about it before and I think you have to make a stand. So if you've got something fantastic going on or equally you're upset about something, Twitter's your perfect pla- platform to do that.
0: And I use two LinkedIn, your articles, they don't have to be massively opinionated. Mm. They just have to be what you believe, expert. don't they? Yeah. yeah, expert opinion. Brilliant well. I was about to give up and being a key person. <laughs> no, really carry... on, <laughs> on. <laughs> It's really hard work, but I, but hopefully worth it. And I say, I do get to meet all sorts of wonderful people and it is so, so much fun. So thank you once again, Emma, for Pleasure. coming in with all your wonderful tips. We're going to take a little break and we'll be back with a fabulous song. Jet, and she's a genius. Bit of rock music to keep you going on a pretty grey old Wednesday afternoon. My name's Carmel Jane and this is the Carmel Jane Talks Business Show. Although I've stopped talking business, because we've had an hour and a half of it, so the next half an hour, 25 minutes, I'm just going to kick back and play some great songs. If you want to listen to the show, go on to Phoenix FM, because we did have two wonderful guests, but especially wonderful Jane Malian from the the English Cream Tea Company, who was just an absolute hoot, and we had great great fun, and and, and Emma Good, we talked all about social media and things it was, it was brilliant. But I've got to say, it's been a tough old time. I'm a New Zealander, probably some of you know, but I am so proud. This, is, this, this business show is about women, but it's just so amazing. Jacinda Ahern, uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, has just been such a beacon um, in, in the world at the moment. And I'm saying, I'm so unfortunate, so sad what happened, but it's just so proud to be a New Zealander and just seeing really an amazing woman um, come out. So, you know, I've sent her a text see if she wants to come on the show. It hasn't happened yet, but we'll see how we go. Watch this space. But um, anyway, we're going to kick back with a bit of Brian Adams well that was fantastic a huge thank you to Jane she was a wonderful guest so just remember Carmel Jane talking talks business we are unearthing real stories from female entrepreneurs about their journey to success listen in to get ex- inspired and discover top tips advice and real life experience on how to start a business grow a business and create something you are truly proud of remember dream bigger believe bigger and make a difference. See you next week.